4: limbaugh shared his comedy for years now you'll hear it here it's the rob carson show
5: Hour number two of the rob carson show uh, coming up <laughs> joe biden uh, i tell you what if you don't believe that he is uh, seriously seriously connected to communist china uh then you're uh, you're clueless and uh, i'll explain why uh and it involves a very large collaboration between ford motor company and a chinese uh, communist Company, and They all are, because anybody in China who owns a business is uh, controlled by the government. And uh, and a big old, big old payday, which was signed into law by uh, Joe Biden as an executive order. That is all coming up here. But, you know, I don't know if you knew this, but Lori Lightfoot is no longer going to be the mayor of uh of uh, chicago now she's the first incumbent mayor in chicago ever to not be reelected. when she was elected she was historical she said uh thank you chicago for uh, electing a, a black gay woman uh, you know it was huge and then yesterday when she got her uh, clock cleaned and came in third place by the way uh, she said the reason she didn't get elected is because people in chicago hate uh, uh, black gay women. So I can hear her blame the voters because she lost the wanted
1: Laurie out at any cost. Lightfoot that she got beat. She was hardly gracious in the defeat. This is Jim Gossett. Lightfoot <laughs> says because she's black The voters of Chicago didn't want her back. you are racist now. Not back then. Lori did nothing about the spike in crime. She didn't care or didn't have the time. Lightfoot cooked her own goose. Blaming racism is a lame excuse. Haley. Lightfoot's excuses are dumb. Crime is the reason she got beat like a drum. You know, one of
5: the uh, great things about this show is that the humor is multi-layered. And uh, for those of you maybe who aren't uh, uh, as uh, uh, familiar with popular music as I have, I mean, you could name almost any song in the last I don't know sixty years that was popular, and I could sing it. I mean, it's it's pretty and crazy. Uh, that song, the parody, was by an artist named Gordon Lightfoot. See that? Because Lori Lightfoot and the song is by the... Okay, okay. You got it. You got it. So uh, I'm going to do a little bit more on this uh, Capitol Hill grilling of uh, Merrick Garland, including Josh Hawley, going to town on him for uh, Mark Houck. Uh, Mark Kalk, a uh, a pro-lifer who was uh, going and praying. He'd been for years, over a decade, at this uh, abortion clinic down the street where he's illegally allowed to be, not uh, interrupting anybody, not getting anybody's face, just, you know, standing there praying, hoping that, and I will tell you this also. Let me just go ahead and flash my badge with regard to uh, being pro-life. My mother was raped. Yeah. Uh, I was given up for adoption by my mother, who was sexually assaulted and uh, she was brave enough to have me and i was born and i found this out in uh, 2018 and i'd always been pro life because um i was a fetus and uh, if i'm not mistaken pretty much everybody 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 ever has always been a fetus they they started off that way their zygote then the fetus and the baby thing uh so anyway that's uh, i've got quite a quite a bunch of arrows in my quiver as it were. And uh, this man was, uh, was quietly hoping that maybe a woman in crisis. And, you know, why don't we look at this? Why don't we look at his Women experience a crisis pregnancy. And rather than just killing the baby and then saying, ah, oh, the act is done, you're on your own. How about, I don't know, spiritual and emotional counseling and understanding that there are other options. And, and you could end up with a glorious human being uh, who will go on to love you and thank you for giving birth to you like I wish I could have done with my mother, but she passed away before I couldn't meet her. So, and she's my biological mother. My mom is my mom. She passed away a year and a half ago, and she she adopted me. But here is uh, 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 Josh Hawley going after um, uh, Merrick Garland for trying to destroy this man named Mark Houck, who was doing this protest. Meanwhile, 138 Catholic churches and 80 crisis pregnancy centers have been attacked, have been uh, threatened, have been vandalized, and not one damn charge. Isn't that kind of weird? But uh, Merrick Garland was able to summon, you know, 15, 20 armed agents to go to Mark House. uh, uh, How a, a peaceful person didn't have any criminal activity at all. He had offered the FBI, said, I'll turn myself in if there's an issue. But they wanted to do a show of force, and they did. Here is Josh Hawley.
6: You say officers may use only the force that is objectively reasonable. To effectively control an incident are you telling me that in your opinion as attorney general it was objectively necessary to use 20 or 30 swat style agents with long
7: guns and ballistic shields for these people what i'm saying is that decisions about how to go about this were made on the ground by fbi it
5: wasn't his responsibility he's just uh, i don't know the attorney general of the country
7: so you're saying you don't know i'm i'm saying what i just said
6: which if is that you're just, abdicating responsibility?
7: I'm not abdicating responsibility. Then give
6: me the answer. Is Do you think, in your opinion, you are the Attorney General of the United States? Man,
5: I love it when it's grilling season for Democrats. You are in
6: charge of the Justice Department. And yes, sir, you are responsible. The so F- give me an answer.
7: The FBI does not agree with your I'm not asking about the FBI. You are the
6: Attorney General. Give me your answer. Do you think that it was objectively reasonable and they followed your guidelines? in sending 20 to 30 armed agents to terrorize
7: these people yes or no the facts i have which are those presented by the fbi are not consistent with your description yes we did a flower delivery it was that's what we
5: did it was fbi agents and they were there to deliver flowers and candy to everybody in the house so i don't know where you're getting your information other than all the pictures and the evidence and stuff But, yeah, we were there with our long guns and the boots and the, you know, the bulletproof vests and the whole deal and the screaming and the kicking and all that stuff. Uh, But we were there to do flowers. It was just flowers. Here is uh, Josh Hawley uh, asking uh, Attorney General Merrick Garland where he got the information about uh, Mark Halkin and whose advice was he operating on when it came to targeting traditional Catholics. I noticed a pattern, though.
6: The FBI field office in Richmond on the 23rd of January of this year issued a memorandum in which they advocated for, and I quote, yeah. the exploration of new avenues for tripwire and source development against
5: traditionalist
6: Catholics, it's their, their language, including those who favor the Latin mass.
5: I'll bet Attorney General uh, Merrick Garland had no idea this was happening.
6: Attorney General, are you cultivating sources and spies in Latin mass parishes and other Catholic parishes around the country?
7: No, the Justice Department does not do that. It does not um, um, do investigations based on religion. You I know, should... the
5: armed agents are pretty bad. Not as bad as, uh, well, the, the nun who was my third grade teacher. Not that bad,
7: but pretty darn bad. saw the document you, it's you do about it? It's appalling. It's appalling. I'm in complete agreement with you. I understand that the FBI has withdrawn it, and it's now looking into how this could ever have happened. <laughs> how sure. did it happen? Sure. That's what they're looking into, but they're, I'm totally in agreement with you. That document is a They're
5: looking into it. I have nothing to do with it. I mean, I'm the director and everything, but they are looking into it. I have no idea. Blah, blah, blah. Appalling.
6: I'll tell you how it happened. The, this memorandum, which is supposed to be intelligent, cites extensively the Southern Poverty Law Center, oh. which goes on to identify all of these different Catholics— as being part of hate groups. Is is this how the FBI under your direction and leadership is, is this how they do their intelligence work? They look they look at left wing advocacy groups? Yes,
5: yes they do. And all the conservative outlets and advocacy groups, they go after. Uh, And they say that uh, they are dispensing disinformation and misinformation. You see how that works? Uh, One more cut from uh, Mr. Hawley and uh, Mr. Uh, Garland. Is this what's going on? I mean, clearly it is. How is this happening?
7: The FBI is not targeting Catholics. And and as I've said, this is... Uh, an inappropriate memorandum, huh. and it doesn't reflect the methods that the FBI is supposed to be using. Uh, you know, like the rating of the Halk residence. It should not be relying on any single organization without doing its own work. Wow.
6: Let me just ask you, as my time expires here, a very direct question: H- How many informants do you have in Catholic churches across America?
7: I don't know, and I don't believe we have any informants aimed at Catholic churches. We have a rule against uh, investigations based on First Amendment. Um, activity and uh, uh, Catholic churches are obviously uh, first amendment activity, well uh, but I don't know the specific
6: answer to uh, you, you don't know the specifics of anything it seems but apparently on your watch this Justice Department is targeting Catholics targeting people of faith specifically their faith views.
5: Uh, just a uh, real quick to uh, note to all you fellow Catholics out there: uh, be on the lookout during Lent, during your Friday fish fry at the uh, at the parish. Uh, the guys working the friars wearing the dark glasses with the earpieces. Just want you to be aware that uh, they could be from the FBI. Check your fish. Make sure that it's not got a listening device in it. Just wanted to be sure as you do your uh, your fish fry, which is uh, what a lot of Catholics do on Fridays during Lent. I know this because I used to do that all the time. Marcia Blackburn. She uh, went after Merrick Garland, and and I don't know if you knew this, but a lot of these uh, attacks on uh, women's clinics and stuff, uh, the uh, crisis abortion centers and the churches, they're being uh, not only committed by, but also bragged about on social media by a group called Jane's Revenge. Everybody knows about Jane's Revenge. You know, Jane Doe, everybody knows about this. But apparently Merrick Garland didn't.
7: Your response
8: is you give one set of responses for Republicans, another for Democrats. You have one tier of justice for people that are conservatives and another for those that are on the left. You told me earlier that you didn't know who James Revenge is. They are all over Twitter. I'm going to do you a favor. I am going to send you a letter with a whole lot of Twitter and different feeds to help you in that investigation for the hope
5: clinic. Yeah, because see, you, that's what you do. You're uh, the uh, Federal Bureau of Investigations. Oh my God, I just got it. Holy hell. You know, if you just said that to Merrick Garland, just said, you know that the FBI stands for Federal Bureau of Investigations, he'd like to take the butt of his hand and hit him on the forehead and go, oh my God, I haven't even thought about it. That is just crazy. And I got, oh, 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 I got some Ted Cruz here. Uh, I'm going to do just a little bit more on this and then we're going to move on to other stuff. I want And this is Ted Cruz just, I mean, going to town on the Mark Houck raid with Merrick Garland.
9: Maybe, maybe a sim- simple misdemeanor assault, but not under the Biden Department of Justice. If you're a pro life activist, what can you expect? Well, in this instance, according to Mr. Houck's wife, two dozen agents clad in body armor and ballistic helmets and shields and a battering ram showed up at his house pointing rifles at his family.
5: No, it was flower delivery.
9: Why do you send two dozen agents in body armor to arrest a sidewalk counselor who happens to be pro-life but you don't devote resources to to, to prosecute people who are violently firebombing crisis pregnancies? It is a
7: priority of the department. To prosecute and investigate and find the people who are doing those fire bombings. Then why don't you do it? They are doing it at night and in secret. So and we have found two, we have found one group which we did prosecute. You we found
9: are, one. How many have there been? How many attacks? There have
7: been a lot. And if you have any information specifically as to who those people are, we would ask yourself. Cell
5: phone tracking data, just like you did January the sixth. Let's take a break and come back. This, my friends, is the Rob Carson Show.
4: Do you know why we know Joe Biden and the Democrats caused a 40-year high inflation? When factories make these ships shut down, chips shut down. Because we're not stupid. It's the Rob Carson Show.
5: Listen, Um,
6: Attorney General Garland, you said in our last exchange that it's your practice to defer to FBI agents in the field. I was interested, given your answer, to read in this morning's Washington Post that the FBI is saying that you overruled them when it came to raiding ex-president Trump's personal residence. Washington Post reports this morning, showdown before the raid, that senior FBI officials Who would be in charge of leading the search resisted doing so as too combative. These field agents wanted to shutter the criminal investigation altogether, but they were overruled by Maine DOJ.
7: I've skimmed that article. It's not that's not an accurate reflection of what the article says, and I'm not able to comment on the investigation.
5: Okay, so we only commented on the article. It's remarkable. This man is so crooked, dear God in heaven. I want to see him in front of a jury. I want to see him go to jail. I want to see Anthony Fauci go to jail. I want to see the people who are in charge of the uh, January 6th prisoners, keeping them from their trial, uh, keeping them in solitary confinement, keeping them drinking dirty water and being abused. I want to see those people who who are in charge of that jail in the jail cells and the January 6th prisoners released and uh, compensated for the suffering they've gone through. I want to see that. I want to find out through all this uh, videotape that uh, what happened on January the 6th. I want to see why they let people in. I want to see who infiltrated the crowd because I remember a couple years ago, Newsweek said 14 left-leaning groups had infiltrated the crowd, and suddenly that story went away. I'd like to know all those things. I kind of would. I'd really like to. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, more than three in four Americans concerned about Joe Biden's uh, mental acuity. Oh, no way. Really? Seriously? Are you saying that the emperor is naked? Yeah. He's naked. He's on a parade float. There's a stripper pole right in the middle of it for the drag queens in case they show up. And then there's a spotlight, a marching band, and a Cadillac right out in front, just like Boss Hogg used to drive with horns on the front of it. The emperor is naked. Everybody knows it. Plurality of Americans, 39% very concerned about his health and mental acuity. Another 21% somewhat, 17% slightly. Moreover, these worries are held by 82% of independents sampled by the poll. Only 23% of Americans have no concerns about Biden's cognitive faculties or health. And then there's this. Representative Dean Phillips, a Democrat from Minnesota, where they want to get rid of gas-powered chainsaws and lawnmowers. Yeah, and then stop uh, mining for coal. They're they're just insane. Said in an interview this week that literally hundreds of Democrat lawmakers are apprehensive about Joe Biden being the party's nominee heading into the 2024 presidential rates, but they're afraid to say anything. His remarks came after multiple polls have found that Democrat voters do not want Biden to be the party's nominee again for a variety of reasons, including unfavorable economic conditions, skyrocketing inflation, disastrous foreign policy decisions, and the general view among that he is too old and not mentally fit for office. Apparently, this has all just come about since the midterms. Because he had the most successful midterms since JFK. He's so wildly popular. Or maybe there's just a whole buttload of uh, vote harvesting going on around the country and a lot of ways that the Democrat Party is able to gain the system and gain houses uh, while they are behind by 5 million votes nationally. It's kind of funny that way, isn't it? Joe Biden, of course, did not mention, by the way, did you hear this? Joe Biden did not mention fentanyl until his State of the Union. Two years in office, he never said the word fentanyl. Why do I know this? because I paid attention. He finally said it during the State of the Union. And a Michigan mom whose two sons died of fentanyl overdoses is slamming President Biden as despicable after he laughed off uh, the false claims that his administration was to blame for their deaths. Rebecca Kiesling, whose sons Caleb and Kyler, 20 and 18, died in July of 2020 after taking fentanyl laced Percocet, took aim at the Biden administration Wednesday night after he used her family story to knock Marjorie Taylor Green. Here's the president who never said a thing about fentanyl, hasn't done anything about it, has in, if anything, encouraged it by keeping the border open and uh, regular uh, relations with China where we know the drugs are coming. but here's the president.: Oh, I acknowledge, but it's there. And you know, a little bit of more Marjorie Taylor Green and a few more you are going to have a lot of.: no She's crazy. She's <laughs> crazy. AOC's fine though. So's John Fetterman. Isn't she amazing? (laughs) Ha (laughs) ha (laughs) ha ha! Oof! Stephen Colbert audience here. (laughs) Ha (laughs) ha ha! She's crazy. She was was very specific.
10: I shouldn't digress, probably. I've read. she, She was very specific recently, saying that a mom, a poor mother who lost two kids to fentanyl, that that I killed her sons. Well, the interesting thing is. That fentanyl they took came during the last administration.
5: Yeah, it's a lie. It's an absolute lie. Everybody knows it. But do I have to bring up the word hubris? Uh, by the way, the U.S. is now blinking in, in uh, fentanyl. Researchers detect a ninefold rise across the uh, west of the country. And then also, by the way, there's a new Frankenstein opioid pill, 40 times more potent than fentanyl, that will kill users with one dose, already sweeping the United States. This is the plan. These are murders. That's why they're disguising them as popular meds. Get it? I think you get it. We got Bruce Lavelle. He's coming up. He's a longtime advisor for President Trump and uh, former executive director of the National Diversity Coalition for Trump. That's coming up. Don't go anywhere. Hey, guys, it's Carson. Are you looking to protect your money from Biden's America? Yeah, me too. Well, right now you can get up to $10,000 in free silver while supplies last just by taking action in today's uncertain times. That's exactly why I have partnered with a great company, Goldco, so you can diversify your savings and investments with gold and silver before things get worse. Gold Co. is a six-time, 5,000-winner, 2022 Company of the Year with thousands of five-star reviews and have helped people like you and me place over $1 billion in gold and silver. They're offering up to $10,000 in free silver while supplies last if you call them today. Qualified callers get a free Ronald Reagan half-ounce silver coin. Don't pass this up. Not while companies are laying off workers by tens of thousands and Chinese spy balloons are drifting over our country consequence-free. Protect yourself from Biden's America and see if you're eligible for up to $10,000 in free silver while supplies last. Here's the number, 855-735-3740. That's 855-735-3740 for Gold Co.
4: In the 60s, we had LBJ. Now, we have FJB. It's the Rob Carson Show.
5: It is the uh, Rob Carson Show. Special guest on the Newsmax Hotline, Bruce Lavelle, longtime advisor for President Donald Trump and uh, former executive director, National Diversity Coalition for Trump. And uh, hello, Mr. Lavelle. How you doing today?
10: Hey, man. Happy Thursday.
5: You too, you too. Uh, just real quick, let me preface our conversation in the words of Joe Biden. I may be a white boy, but I'm not stupid. I thought I'd throw that out there at the beginning of the uh, the interview, uh, Mr. Lavelle.
10: <laughs> just I know, in it case. Kinda re- it kind of remind me of Forrest Gump. Part two coming to a theater near you. <laughs>
5: can you can you believe this? He's standing. I mean, can you pander anymore, sir? Listen, can you pander bro, anymore?
10: Listen, listen. listen. Oh. I, I got some MDs in the family and real talk. Um, it's only going to get worse. Oh yeah. It really, truly, it won't get better. The man is sick. I mean, he's declining. His brain. His I'm serious. Um, just stay tuned, man. I mean, it's yeah. it's sad, but it's the world. The world stage sees it too. That's the unfortunate part.
5: You know, the other night I I watched him speak, and um, he bumbled and stumbled, and I saw him on Newsmax. He was bumbling and stumbling about, uh, I don't know, whatever. Uh, And and it's really not. If you look at what's going on in the country, you've got a a senator who is infirmed, um, John Fetterman, and Mm -hmm. there's no pictures or anything, which says to me, it ain't depression. Because uh, seriously, I suffer from uh, from uh, clinical depression. Uh, and, you know, uh, honestly, please. Uh, then also you got Diane Feinstein. She's uh, uh, n- yeah. n- not even around because she can't talk is what I've heard. Uh, and then uh, and then you got Joe Biden. In, and it's kind of the point where I, I just kind of think it, it's pretty interesting that you would put your party ahead of your spouse. And Joe Biden is pushing her husband to run again. And yeah, John, John, Fetterman, John Fetterman abandoned her husband in the hospital to go on a vacation with her family. It really is uh, pretty terrible that Democrats would put the love of their spouse in, uh, behind the party.
10: Yeah, but you know what, Rob? I've got to push the accountability back on the constituents, the voters. Yeah. You know, listen, and everyone, everyone listening, you have got to pay attention to Especially, and we talked about this before about yeah, yeah. you know things that affect you locally, city council, state house. That pay close attention to who's on the ballot. Just don't go out there and just call a neighbor, and say, "Hey, who are you voting for?" Blah, blah blah. Okay, and you go and you just don't even pay attention to what's going on. And, and this is the voters, man. I mean, yeah. I'm sorry, they, they, you know, geez, we we got to put some accountability back on we the people,
5: Bruce. Uh, I. I... I don't know. I looked at the defeat of uh, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. I mean, Lori Lightfoot the other night uh-huh. as a positive turn. Uh, the, the guy in first, the guy in first, uh, is a strong uh, supporter of the police. He's a white guy. Uh, the yeah. guy in second, unfortunately, anti-police, very, very embedded in the teachers' union. We found in uh, in Illinois yeah. hundreds of school hundreds of schools where kids can't read or do math, and most of them are black kids. So, yeah. do you suppose that maybe? That you know, Donald Trump said it best. He said, "How much worse can you do? Do you suppose we've reached bottom in America's inner cities like Chicago and Baltimore and Washington D.C. that they might we might be able to turn this around and salvage uh, the, a generation of young people?"
10: Well, I'm hoping. You know, listen, this is the same thing we dealt with in Atlanta yeah. with Keisha Lance Bottoms. She was oh, a one-term Lord. mayor too. Listen, Rob, listeners, there are going to be some more like this because I warned everyone. Yep. There is no way you can run on a platform on a defund the police and all these quote <laughs> extreme socialist ideas in a city and, and expect to have sustainability. So there's there's going to be more dominoing. And, and I hope, and, and it's so sad because you know, Rob, as well as I do, it's the less fortunate that bear the blunt of this, especially yes. the brown communities. When, when, yeah. when we go through this, See, I told you so. Or this test phase. Oh, try
1: something different. Check the
10: boxes. It's
1: just, she's gay.
10: She's, <laughs> she's woke. Just check the
1: boxes. Diversity. <laughs>
4: Varsity. Yes, yes.
5: Now you know <laughs> that's fantastic. Uh, you know, I, I saw on your on your Twitter feed you're very involved in, in uh, agriculture and uh, particularly uh, the black farmers. Uh, and and I grew up on a farm. I grew up on a farm, and I I worked in fields. Uh, you know, I, uh, I I if you look at, I, I think that poor white people and poor black people they really have very very similar experiences in the country we really do and and I've I've talked about this uh, uh, time and time again and and then also the Democrat Party treats them the same way now because in inner cities like Baltimore and Chicago the Democrat Party can ignore black people who are poor because uh, uh, they know that they'll get their vote. When it comes to I don't know the people in East Palestine these are white people, they're MAGA Republicans uh, and and they can ignore those people because they know that they are not going to vote for Democrat. So you got, and they treat them the exact same way. I say that Democrats like to make all sorts of promises to poor black communities and then the day after the election Democrat Party gets up, leaves some money on the dresser and leaves. Uh, with the uh, with poor whites, they just don't give a crap.
10: Yeah, and that's all the reasons. And, you know, that's why I supported President Trump, and I'm still – I talk to him regularly, and I'm going to be with him again as he, we take the White House and people agree a disagree Come on. on that. Come on. But the, but the thing is, is the policies, and that's what I try to warn everyone. The noise is so out there to where people can't hear because of the noise. And so, to your point, I was at, a, at the New Black Wall Street Past Saturday. Yeah, and listen. Anything that has anything to do with good, substantive policies that can that can lift different, no matter what culture you are, especially, you know, to be self-sustainable, to create and as I use the term, resurrect generational wealth. That's what this is all about. Not what Reagan says. The best thing, you know, like he always said, is like the best thing government can do is get out of the way. That's true. I'm a 28 year business owner here in Atlanta as of April. So that that. That in itself, the generational wealth and sustainability, those good positive policies, those are the things that are going to help no matter what city or what rural farm you're in. And that's the thing that, listen, my mentor always said if it ain't making sense, it ain't making money. And so we got to get to a point where it makes sense so we can make money and sustain ourselves. And
5: take care of our families. I just, I, uh, I keep hearing from uh, leftist uh, activists; they're not offering a solution. All they're saying is that uh, it's somebody else's fault. It's slavery's fault. I posited this yesterday. I said that if you're going to pay reparations, if you're going to pay reparations, then I think they should be uh, exclusively shouldered by Democrats, registered Democrats. Uh, they're playing in space, places like San Francisco. They're saying you got to be, uh, you have to identify as black for at least ten years. <laughs> Is one of the things, uh, <laughs> And I said, well, considering that the, the Democrat Party is a party of slavery and the Republican Party was founded to fight slavery and Union soldiers fought and lost their lives and came back maimed after uh, freeing the slaves, that anybody who's a descendant of a Union soldier, general or member of the Union should not be held liable for reparations because uh, that t- just to point out the absurdity of reparations altogether. And to me, let me ask ask you this i think reparations are a way to conveniently obfuscate all of the policies that have destroyed the black community by the democrat party
10: right well you know this is something i have taken it to another level i've actually Please. spoke about this on a lot of major networks national networks about this conversation and you know really respectfully the the you know the, the best way really to approach anything is when the quote government has maliciously overreached and taken your your farm or your land or your home yes. through illegal eminent domain, yes. and we know there were some um, some unfortunate mishaps that happened historically in our nation. We're not perfect, but we're growing sure. to be a perfect, better, you know, to be a better union. And so, you know, and and that's why I think you know it, it's imperative that there's always a good conversation about the the quote elephant in the room. But to start having conversations is like you know we. We we did have a situation in our great nation with this situation, this situation. But what can we do to improve it? How do we how do we promote jobs? How do we resurrect that? Here we go. That term, our generational wealth, especially in our brown communities, with good positive, you know, policies and and, and just substantive ideas that can sustain us. So, what about you know? It, it, it is unfortunate, but it, it is a conversation that will keep coming up. And the only antidote is uh, a free market. And, 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 and moving forward
5: well and i think also uh we have to come together and i'm going to tell you uh, literally for i've been in broadcasting i'm on the air since 1984 in college, and then professionally starting in 1989, and one of my uh, one of my platforms for my entire broadcast career is to elevate, uh, particularly children of color in inner cities, because uh, generation after generation, now literally, I've been doing this for 30 whatever years, second generation down, and then we find out that the schools in uh, Baltimore and Chicago are absolutely. Yeah. I mean, what? What You got kids in Baltimore who, what they're choosing to do when they're kids, they go downtown with squeegees, uh, like the kids in uh, in uh, a Mexican Barrio selling chiclets. That's what they want to do. They want to go down and squeegee windshields. Are you kidding me? What kind of opportunity is that? And if you don't do that with your not being able to read or do math, then you could join a gang and you could sell drugs and die by the time you're 20 years old. Yeah. That's what we got to change. And my heart, I, I I am shredded. I've been shredded by this for thirty plus years, and and we've got we've got to put the brakes on this. We've got to make this generation the generation that we turn this around, Bruce. And how do you suggest we do that?
10: Well, you know, I do I do get to work with my my sister Alvita King and brother Jack Brewer. Yes, and One of the things is bringing God back in our homes and our and our lives as, as who we are as a nation, a Christian jo- Jodan nation. I mean, uh, come on. I remember saying the pledge and the prayer in the morning. Uh, before we started schools, and you know, it, it seems so simple in elementary, but it it, it is because it's, it it is some of the the basis of creating a a, a safe environment first first of all, so you can uh, attract good education and, and and a good environment that you can teach, and so really just going back to the basics of what we really had that we pushed away and came up with this great idea. Let's do it this way and this way. Yeah. Yeah. You know, listen, I'm, I was born in 1964, real quick. Eighty percent of Brown household had a mother and father. Now it's less mm-hmm. than 20. So, you know, I wrote about this, as we call it, the, the voting of the generational curse, a voting and generational curse. I write for the Washington Times. Yes, sir. Uh, contributor to it. And I, I talked about how the generational voting curse has, has really strapped in just literally just handcuffed black culture across the country. And as President Trump said, I have to say it again, what the heck do you have to lose? Look at some of these cities that have been under uh, Democrat regimes for 60, 70, 80 years. Listen, let's try something different. That's not a a hard call. You know, it's like, come on. So, uh, and you see where the, the fruits of fruition, if you want to say it in that respect, in terms of the cities around the country who are, who are led by black mayors, black police chiefs, black city council members, yeah. uh, black school boards, et cetera, and most of the inner cities are, are really failing, and they're under Democrat regime. So let's try something different. So I'm praying that this, you know, it's unfortunate, the, the hardships and all the things we've gone through, it took Lightfoot, it took the Tisha Lance Bottoms here, and there's many more that have come out with this. I don't know where this woke ideology is coming from, that's almost just put this the, the cities underground. Um, I, I'm praying that they resurrect themselves into a new new generation, to your point, Rob, is resurrecting this new generation to pull us back out of this so we can enjoy this great country that well, we love so much.
5: All of this woke stuff is coming from uh, uh, someone who uh, wanted to fundamentally change uh, America, and that means yeah. you, you detest its founding. What happened to Tyrese Nichols? I heard that Tyree Nichols being beaten to death by five uh, black police officers was uh, you need to reinvent the police like they did the last time because it didn't work. Where'd that go? Barack Obama literally said that weekend, he said, oh, we got to reform the police and all this. And then it went away.
10: Yeah. You know, here's the scary part. Interesting subject. I know Shelby County, Memphis. My uncle was the superintendent years ago. Is the interesting thing across the city and listeners check this out. What's happening is with all the rhetoric of beef on the police and all the harsh, all the cops are all bad, blah 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 blah. They are they are desperate to get people to wear the badge and and to join the police department. Therefore, brother Rob, they are lowering mm-hmm. the standards yes, and sir. requirements to put people out there. So yes, unfortunately, sir. there are a lot of folks out there that are that are inexperienced, that are uh, that not trained properly. Unfortunately because of the rhetoric and the craziness that's driven the good people who want to serve to carry the badge we have got to stop we have got to get that back where listen i remember there was a waiting list to be a police officer
5: exactly waiting. hey I'll bruce back. can you can you hold on for another segment I, I'm, I'm enjoying the conversation i've got a few things i want to do. I want to shift also to uh, trump support trump 2024 uh okay. I, you know i'm not going to give you know I'll, well, I'll explain the other side of the break if you could hold on okay all right all right this is the rob carson show
4: the swamp feasts while we're expected to dine on the crumbs. To those who strove to deter us from our responsibility, you have failed. Time to send those crumb suckers home. It's the Rob Carson Show.
5: More with Bruce Lavelle in a second, but first.
11: Can't touch me. My, 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 my rallies are so large. Makes the devs say, Oh my god, thank you for blessing me with the gift of cam and the hot wife He feels good. Will you come see a super homeboy from NYC? And I know I'm as much, and this is a man they can't touch. Not even DeSantis. Can't touch me. Crooked Hillary can't, and I don't really want her to. Can't touch me. Sleepy Joe wishes he were me, okay? Mm-hmm. Can't touch me. My name is DJ Trump, and I'm magic on the stuff. Can't, can't touch, me. touch me. I've been around the country from New York to L.A. I speak to a lot of people that play YMCA. Kamala speaks to no one and Biden can't do a and still the fake news media thinks you voted for those guys My rallies are on Newsmax, and Fox just can't be found. And all the fake news media, I take them to the ground. Can't Can't touch me. me. How's your approval rating, Sleepy Joe? Uh, Not too good. Can't touch me. COVID is more popular than Sleepy Joe. Can't Can't touch him. I fill stadiums. Sleepy Joe can't fill a shoebox.
5: Can't touch me. Together, (laughs) we are going to save America. Believe me. So I saw a poll, Bruce Lavelle, of of black Americans and 20% saying they'd vote for uh, Trump. Uh, this, despite the uh, Facebook getting rid of the walk away movement, which was largely African American right after the 2020 election, and all of the attempts to demonize uh, uh, <laughs> you and me as white supremacists. Uh, what are you feeling about this uh, this upcoming election with uh, Ron DeSantis? And and by the way, the GOP, which clearly, with the re-election of uh, Ronna McDaniel, uh, want to want to get Trump out of the race. What do you think about this?
10: Well, it's kind of like deja vu because you remember. I- Little biased because I've been with him obviously since uh, the escalators of 2015, but it's yeah. déjà vu. Meaning, you know, we've knocked out what 17 of the most qualified candidates to this day yeah. in the history of the United States, and yeah. we went through the same shiny nickel conversation. Yes, you know, first at <laughs> yes. one point it was Chris Christie. Oh, and then oh dear lord, yeah. Yeah. and we went down the list. So it's kind of like yeah. déjà vu again. Yeah. And and I think you know respectfully, it gets back to even back then it's gotten uh, i guess people have gotten a little better with it but they're still caught up in i just want someone to just be, say it nicer you know that, that, yes. that feel oh, please. methodology that yeah. unfortunately that's kind of ran rampant in our republic of people just want someone to talk this way and stand that way and just <laughs>
5: please say give me a hug <laughs> you know let me uh, uh, i fallen i can't get up <laughs> But you know, uh I, I think so Donald Trump. Fletcher. I think that the Donald Trump changed the party, and that's why I don't think Nikki Haley has a shot. I don't think that uh, certainly Chris Christie. Are you kidding me? Uh, and also, uh, I, none of those guys. Uh, I'm I'm more excited by people like you know DeSantis, of course, and hell yeah, it's supportive for Trump for president. 2028, go for it, bro. Uh, but you're, you're not the dude. And right now, I don't think, and I know in my heart that Trump supporters. I feel they feel they were shammed in 2020, and he's got work to continue. Rush Limbaugh echoed this before his death, and we're We're not going anywhere you can you can put shiny objects and all we're not going anywhere
10: right and that's essentially what we're dealing with and listen i I get it with certain folks because remember there's certain news outlets that are that can prompt up people and control what you know the algorithms of social media so i get that but you know we're used to it but listen at the end of the day who would ever thought that we would shut down the country and get total grip of all the social media and shut down everything and cast it out as disinformation on every major news network and then have the perfect storm of relying on don't yeah. go out you'll get sick just yeah. get the mill in
5: ballots,
10: you know and then having zuckerberg and other folks uh yeah. you know going into third party agreements and all etc cetera, et cetera. bruce Listen. i
5: gotta i gotta run we're in a, up against a heartbreak uh i want to thank you for being on the show today where can people find you uh social media and otherwise go ahead
10: yeah it's on uh well of course uh Twitter uh, Bruce underscore L e v e l l and Truth yeah. Social Bruce Lavelle, Instagram Lavelle Bruce, to Facebook yeah. Bruce Lavelle, and then I'm always frequently on Newsmax and all right, my uh, friend. Shows great so to have you on, me.
5: always fun. All right, my friend, take care of yourself. We'll talk soon. It's the Rob Carson Show.
4: Ah, uh, mm, the first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year. Now by going to caskers.com and using code welcome 10 for $10 off your first purchase, get $10 off your first purchase with code welcome 10 at caskers.com. Rush Limbaugh shared his comedy for years. Now you'll hear it here. It's the Rob Carson show.
5: Last hour of the show, guys, and uh, we got some really—I got some really good stuff. All right, some serious, not so serious as well. Hershey has got a uh, new—they—they wanted to celebrate International Women's Day, so they put a transgendered uh, uh, woman on the on the on the wrapper. Yeah, so women's day with a, somebody who wasn't born a woman, we got that. Oh in New York, they they uh the <laughs> police are asking shoppers not to wear masks into shopping into shops anymore. Because uh you see, uh this is gonna come as a surprise. Uh robbers generally wear masks. I know. If you look at those old-timey movies where the, the stagecoach is going across the prairie, you know, and all of a sudden these robbers come up and they got these uh, handkerchiefs there, you know, the do-rags now, but uh, they're on their face. And apparently there's some people who are using the whole mask mandate and then the mask mandate going away to cover their faces to commit crime. I know it's kind of a shock, but, uh, you yeah, know, not really. Uh, by the way, David Horowitz has written this great book, The Final Battle, and it is a warning about big tech. And social media companies destroying America, threatening our freedoms. We're already seeing it. I expose it every day on this show, by the way. We are making some headway, but we've got a long way to go to save the country. If you want a compendium of, of uh, great information that you can share with others or just have it in your brain, like me, you can get a free copy of his book. It's normally 28 bucks. Just call 800-NEWSMAX, okay? Uh, you're going to like the book. This guy used to be a lib, lib, lib. And he got it. He had a come-to-Jesus moment. Anyway, uh, 800 Newsmax, or you can go to FinalBattle611, FinalBattle611.com. So you remember when uh, Joe Biden uh, entered office and wrote an executive order, he said, electrify all the the federal vehicles. And my original thought was, well, let me see. The federal government has airplanes. Uh, The federal government has dump trucks and road graders. The federal government has tanks. The federal government has uh, ships and all this. And none of those are uh, electric. So I kind of figured there was some graft, there was some corruption going on, and then I really, really got it, because uh, one of the biggest fleets of the government is the Postal Service. And uh, when Joe Biden signed that executive order, it meant that 66,000 electric vehicles would have to be delivered to the post office. Uh, altogether, they want to replace an aging fleet of 220,000 vehicles. And it's kind of weird that the Ford was right there. And they, and they have decided they're going to electrify uh, these uh, Ford Transit electric vehicles. And, and apparently Ford has gotten together with a Chinese company. Yeah, uh, they're going to build the world's first, the nation's first automobile manufacturer-backed lithium iron phosphate battery plant in Michigan. And it is uh, co-owned by a China-based battery manufacturer that already, well, has ties to the Chinese government. Because every company in China has ties to the Chinese government and the Chinese Communist Party. So you're kind of wondering how quickly it'd get to be some kind of a payback there for, uh, you know, all of the money that Joe Biden, the Penn Biden Center, the Biden family got from China. Well, we're starting to see it, aren't we? Yeah, we are starting to see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. $3 billion in inflation reduction acts will be used to cover $9.6 billion vehicle investment. Yeah, Can you imagine that? Can you imagine the government giving billions of dollars to a company like that? Oh, crap. There's Pfizer and uh, Moderna and Johnson & Johnson. Okay, all right, yeah. Yeah, here is uh, uh, this is kind of funny. This is Karim uh, Jean Pierre being asked by Peter Doocy why Joe Biden is afraid of China. He's not afraid of China. He's in their pants, or they're in his.
6: Thank you, Karim. Why is President Biden afraid of China?
8: The president is not afraid of China. Well, did you see? Did you see the president last week when we went to uh, when we went to uh, we went to Ukraine? Went to Kiev. But this is not a president that's afraid of anything. It was a historic trip. Uh, that many of you said was brave.
5: No, uh, not at all. He wasn't actually. No, they they even uh, played the air raid sirens for theater.
8: So clearly, this is a president that's not afraid to go to a war zone. Uh, he's not afraid to go there oh, when there's God. no military presence on the ground. So there's nothing that this president fears.
6: China <laughs> spycraft over the U.S. The president didn't really do anything to China, and according to the FBI director, yeah. China may have created something that has killed more
5: than 1.1 million people in yeah that's COVID. remember how it ruined everybody's lives it came from china and now it looks like it came from a lab and I, am i the only person who says they gotta pay they gotta pay they've gotta hurt fiscally we've got to hurt china for doing this not militarily but it's time to take the gloves off country and president biden is not so
8: you're you're giving me two two things here. So let's take them in parts. Oh please um, yes. Mm-hmm. As we talk about the Chinese surveillance the China surveillance balloon, yes, the president did take that down. And he did it uh, in a way that as it was on its path, we yes. collected information from it. We protected. Yeah, but not
5: half as much as they got from us.
8: On national security uh, information on the ground. And we did it in a way that was smart, effective.
5: Oh, dear God. Uh,
8: and also protected the American people.
5: Yeah, nobody believes that.
8: That's what the president's always going to put forth, is the is the safety of the American people. So that's
5: what. Except the- for if you live in East Palestine. Other than that, you know, whatever. Oh, this is kind of funny. uh, uh This is related to uh, Ford Motor Company and uh, the battery plant with China and all that and the graft and corruption and payoff of $9.6 billion of our taxpayer money going to cars that we're not going to drive. Ford uh, has patented a self-driving car. All right, so that's kind of cool, right? Which is going to kill the DUI industry. It really is. I mean, honestly, the DUI and DOI court system, not saying you should drive drunk, but, man, there's a lot of money involved there, and it would save a lot of lives. Don't get me wrong. But all those uh, late night attorney ads are going to probably a lot of those are going to go away. <laughs> anyway, they 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 patented this self-driving car, and the cool thing about it is that if you uh, if you fail to make your payments, the car the car drives it back to the showroom; <laughs> it repossesses itself. <laughs> <laughs> this is fantastic. So Ford is not taking any chances with uh, owners missing car payments. They're working on a system that prompts the vehicle to <laughs> repossess itself. And so what happens is originally the the, the, the uh, patent <clears throat> describes a self-driving uh, uh uh, back to the showroom or the scrapyard if there are too many miles on it or whatever. But anyway, uh, it would uh, the the American uh, car maker would start the process of disabling comfort features and playing uh, noises inside the car. Like for instance, you'd be driving along, all of a sudden Nickelback would come on or Barry Manilow or or the uh, anything from ABBA. It would be for me. I'd be like, oh, just take the car. I mean, either the, if you don't take the car, I'm slamming right into that bridge abutment. If I have to hear Dancing Queen one more time, I can't take it. I feel better if all else fails Ford will activate the self-driving feature and the owner has no choice but to give up the car yeah yeah, So, uh, to, to, to Ford, uh, the, uh, a non-intrusive method to start. They're going to send you a message to your smartphone. Hey, I missed a payment. And then uh, the, the then they're going to turn up the heat by disabling features like music and air conditioning. Okay? Hoping that the uh, owner will become uncomfortable and making the payments. Next step is to play annoying sounds like chiming or buzzing or ABBA inside the car when the driver sits at the wheel. I know I'm making a lot of women mad, but I, I just, you know, you can have your music. That's fine. I just can't hear it anymore because I've heard it so many times. And I got a daughter... And and, and mom and daughter are the same way. Whenever that song comes on, dancing queen, they start dancing around. I'm like, can you, I mean, dear God, how many times is it too much to hear that song? I just, I can't do it anymore. Uh, the next step is Ford's master plan would be limiting access to the car on certain days or times. <laughs> the patent notes that the system could remember the, uh, render the car unusable on weekends. <laughs> <laughs> but mom i can't make it up this weekend the car has been disabled because i'm not making my payments but would allow the driver to commute to work in an effort not to hinder the individual's ability to make payments and the last step would have the uh, vehicle repossess itself if the car is high in mileage they just drive it right to the scrapyard right to the car crusher oh that is just fantastic that is just just fantastic oh and by the way here's the reason why i say that uh, evs are for posers and they are and they are and if you have an ev god bless you uh go to Whole Foods, get your groceries. Uh if you think you're gonna be able to hold drywall or go to Home Depot or I don't know, carry people or drive in cold weather or up and down hills and stuff and out in the country and all that. Uh you know, you sure. Good luck with that. But uh uh there's a piece written by Morgan Korn, tries to make it sound as though the uh the Biden is the savior installing 500,000 new charges across the country, dramatically boosting EV sales by 2030. Uh, apparently, um, new electric vehicle owners faced a logistical nightmare when it comes to everyday use, not to mention long lines. All right. So uh, basically, in the best of conditions, if you can find a Tesla supercharge, 200 miles of range takes 15 to 23 minutes. A fill up takes an hour an hour all right if you don't own a tesla which nobody can afford uh, your charging time is much longer and there are fewer available chargers by the way so um honestly we're nowhere near being ready to electrify cars and honestly what you're buying essentially is going to be completely worthless uh particularly if you own the hummer one of my most popular videos on my rumble channel under rob Carson's show was um a a video that I just did. I drove through a GM dealership up the street, and I looked at the line of new electric hummers. These cars cost about 130 grand apiece. They take five days to charge. If you plug into a standard uh, uh, outlet, if it's a 220, it's only two and a half days. You see, it's twice as much. Seriously, and and they weigh nine thousand pounds, and the battery cost. Uh, weighs 2,900 pounds, which is more than a, uh, a, a Toyota Corolla. It is. And when you have to replace it, uh, you'll have to have the vehicle completely torn apart, and it'll cost more than it's worth to replace it. So I was... <laughs> these, And by the way, these Hummers, they've been sitting there for a year, all four of them, and they can't get rid of them because some moron i, I took this thing from R&D to production to showroom without going, nobody's going to want these trucks because they're giant pieces of crap you see and it was a very popular video by the way very popular video uh coming up um john fetterman uh we're not being fed the truth about john fetterman he is not just experiencing depression i'll explain why and then also uh, the senate has unanimously passed a bill to declassify all documents related to the origins of covid so uh, maybe that's why we're not hearing anything from uh, dr fauci let's get to that here's the number if you want to talk about any of this it's friday by the way 800-922-6680 800 this is the rob carson show
4: There's only one Rob Carson on the radio. Oh, thank God. It's the Rob Carson Show.
5: So Hershey Incorporated is under fire for using a transgender woman on uh, International Women's Day promo. (laughs) I I really, I want to ask the uh, women of America, do you like being replaced? Because you are being. They aren't doing this to men, are they? The left is not doing that to men, Right. They're not. They're replacing women. They're replacing women. I mean, uh, uh, Caitlyn Jenner went from uh, zero to, uh, you know, woman of the year. So did uh, Rachel Levine, middle management, balding old uh, guy in government, getting ready to retire, decides to become a woman. Boom, woman of the year. He's in a children's book for crying out loud! Yeah, yeah. Leah Thomas destroyed the 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 final moments of a lot of uh, women's careers in college athletics, and, and it goes on and on. It goes on and on. So, uh, uh, Faye Johnstone, a biological male who uh, female male male who identifies as a female, I get confused, uh, is one of the five women at the center of the Canadian advertising video promoting promoting uh, Hershey's She Bar. It's a it's a She Bar. So here's uh, here's the She-Bar commercial.
4: My name is Faye Johnstone. I'm the executive director of Wisdom to Action. Clearly hasn't
5: had a voiceectomy yet.
4: We can create a world where everyone is able to live in public space as their honest and authentic selves. See the woman changing how we see the future at okay. Hershey's Canada.
5: There you go. So here you go. You're going to feature five women and you canceled one of them out with a person who used to be a... Uh, Used to be a dude, uh, and by the way, boycott Hershey's trended number one <clears throat> on uh, on uh, Twitter because uh, maybe if you're gonna promote Women's Day, you shouldn't uh, promote a, uh, somebody who's uh, born a, a man and then uh, you know whatever. And you know the weird thing about it, he kind of looks like uh, James. Uh, O'Keefe in drag. I I wish I could uh, erase that from my mind, but when I saw uh, this person, I thought it was James O'Keefe doing a parody video. I'm not absolutely not kidding. James O'Keefe, Project Veritas. Look it up, and then look up uh, Faye Johnstone. And then I thought about this, and I was kind of mad about it, and I was ready to, you know, boycott, I guess, whatever. And then I thought, no, 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 no. Maybe this is like the uh, the exclamation point on this ad campaign.
8: Sometimes you feel like a nut. Sometimes you don't. See what I mean? Almond Joy's got nuts. Mounds don't. Because. Almond Joy's got real milk chocolate. Coconut and munchy nuts too. Uh Mounds got deep dark chocolate and chewy coconut. Sing it with me. Sometimes you feel like a nut. Sometimes you don't. Peter Paul Almond Joy's got nuts. Peter Paul Mounds don't. Because. Sometimes you feel like a nut. Sometimes you don't.
5: You see, does it make sense now? Because now Mounds can identify as an Almond Joy. And mounds doesn't even have any nuts. And Almond Joy can identify as a mounds because Almond Joy has nuts. So it doesn't matter if Almond Joy has the nuts, the the, the Almond Joy can be a mounds. Do you see what I'm saying here? Does it it make sense now that something that has nuts can identify as the opposite and something that is the opposite, doesn't have nuts, can identify as something that, that, I don't know, maybe was created with nuts? You see what I mean? You see the, uh, is, I don't think that's a stretch, to be quite honest. There you go. So go out and get your, uh, get your Hershey's, uh, candy bar and all that. Stuff. And I would encourage going to, uh, Hershey, PA. It's pretty darn cool. I've been up there a few times. It was pretty, uh, pretty awesome. Pretty darn awesome. All right. Uh, let's go to, uh, let me see here. I wanted to, I wanted to play the, uh, the governor of uh, Pennsylvania who should not be, uh, Josh Shapiro. Josh Shapiro's a clueless, uh, uh, buffoon and uh, he's done nothing for the people of uh, uh western pennsylvania with regard to the uh east palestine um chemical uh, uh, explosion that was created unnecessarily by people who were way in over their heads but anyway uh josh sapiro uh has said that they have no contingency for replacing john fetterman if he is not able to uh, complete the duties of his office and clearly he is not here is the governor of pennsylvania who should be who should be doug mastriano uh talking about no contingency no contingency for this
12: have you spoken to him have you spoken to his family do you know how he's doing
13: i've spoken to giselle i've texted with giselle Um, And, you know, I hope he's getting the care that he needs. It was a brave thing that he did, um, asking for help and asking for that care. No, uh,
5: no, that's that's made up. Nothing against John Fetterman and bravery. That's the media portrait they're trying to portray. John Fetterman is in the hospital because he couldn't take care of himself. Uh, I expect
13: him to come back. I expect him to serve in the United States Senate for a good long while.
8: Senator
12: Fetterman does decide to step down because he believes it's a better decision for his family and for himself. Is there a contingency plan in place?
13: There is no contingency plan, and it is 100% Senator Fetterman's decision as to what he will do um, in the future.
5: Okay, so you are screwing the voters of Pennsylvania who allegedly voted for this man, and by the way... uh, Adam Gentleson Gentleson uh, Chief of Staff for John Fetterman blocked conservative writer Stephen Miller for asking how it is that Fetterman is sponsoring legislation while being in the hospital under doctor's care Fetterman has been held incommunicado for two weeks while allegedly being treated for clinical depression now normally if you're experiencing clinical depression you can at least get a picture in your hospital bed, smile at the camera maybe in your counseling session with criminal cri- uh, criminal, <laughs> criminal depression ha <laughs> ha (laughs) but uh, Fetterman's long absence is uh, for what is typically a hospital stay of a few days uh, to a week combined with no proof of life or health photos or videos has given rise to speculation his condition is much worse than he's telling the public I can't imagine the government lying about stuff can you it was announced Wednesday that Fetterman co-sponsored a bipartisan bill targeting railway safety along with three other senators whose states Ohio and Pennsylvania were affected by the train derailment, including Sherrod Brown, Bob Casey, and J.D. Vance with uh, Senator Marco Rubio. Uh, 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 Stephen Miller asked uh, Adam Gentleson about Fetterman co-sponsoring the bill and was immediately blocked. Immediately blocked. Adam, who was is co-signing and introducing state legis- Senate legislation from Senator Fetterman's office, while he himself is currently hospitalized and under current medical observation. Well, that's not representation, is it? Yeah, I think we're being played, guys. Yeah, yeah. And by the way, a lot of Pennsylvanians are calling for another senator to show up or be shown the door. And uh, the governor of Pennsylvania says he doesn't have a contingency plan for a senator who was elected after having a massive stroke, which shows that he's not only a political tool, he's completely incompetent. Last hour of the show coming up. Don't go anywhere.
4: To all the Brandons out there, we salute you. It's the Rob Carson Show.
5: It is the Rob Carson show, and I, just a reminder from Hershey's Incorporated.
8: Sometimes you feel like a nut, sometimes you don't. Almond enjoy's got nuts. Mounds don't.
5: Yep, in Canada, for women's uh whatever, History Month or whatever, they they're allowing a transgendered person to be on their uh, rappers up there. So, you feel
11: like a nut. The positive
5: they're teaching us is that uh if you are born with nuts, you can be a mounds. And if you are born a mounds, uh, you don't have to be nuts, and you can be an almond joy. That's the, that's the positive. You're very inclusive, the candy company. I'm not exactly sure what the hell. I guess they got Hershey in it. Uh, when my daughter was born seventeen years ago, we had those cute little uh, uh, little Hershey bars that had "Here She Is" on it. You know, we still had that until she was fifteen, and we decided to taste it. It wasn't a good idea; just not a very uh, not a very good idea. So, um, uh, the Senate has unanimously passed a bill to declassify all documents related to the origin of COVID. We should know this by now, and I, uh, the FBI, has already said. Christopher Ray said they already knew it came from the lab. The DOA as well, but they want to declassify this, and uh, hopefully this will show all of the abuse and the nonsense that we went through and ultimately hold some people responsible for it. Uh, we hope. Marty McCrary, this is uh, Marty McCrary yesterday of uh, Johns Hopkins, who I admire greatly. Here he is yesterday talking about the ridiculous denial that uh, this virus did not come from the the bio lab in Wuhan. We were actually sponsoring. We were actually supporting gain-of-function research to create a virus just like COVID.
2: Thank you, Congresswoman. The reason this is even an issue is that it's embarrassing we funded the lab if we had not funded the lab a hundred percent of americans would say this is obvious this is a no-brainer oh, yeah. the epicenter of the world is five miles from one of the only high-level virology labs yeah. in china the doctors initially were arrested and forced to sign uh, non-disclosure gag documents the Lab reports have been destroyed. They've not been turned over. The sequences reported from the lab to the NIH database were deleted by a request from Chinese scientists that called over early on and said, delete those sequences we put in the database. And two leading virologists, maybe the two um, top virologists in the United States, Dr. Michael Farzan from Scripps and Dr. Robert Gary from Tulane, told Dr. Fauci on his emergency call in January of 2020 when he was scrambling, soon after learning that the NIH was funding the lab, they both said that it was likely from the lab. Yeah. Both scientists changed their tunes days later in the media And then both scientists received $9 million subsequent in funding from the NIH. It's a no-brainer that it came from the lab. I mean, (laughs) at this point, it's impossible to acquire any more information. And if you did, it would only be affirmative.
5: Yeah, there you go. Pretty much, pretty much. In other words, uh, we're not stupid. That's what he just said, we're not stupid. January 2020, virologist Karen uh, Christian Anderson, along with three other virology peers, studied the genome sequence of the sars cov suspected it was created in a lab. However, Anderson changed his stance. Dismissed the theory in the uh, that the virus originated from a lab after a conference call with Dr. Fauci, the director of the uh, NAI. Additionally, an email from Fauci's then-boss, Dr. Francis Collins, corrupt as the day is long, warned about the spread, the danger of promoting the lab leak theory as it could result in the spread of conspiracy theories and harm science and international cooperation. Uh, Yeah, uh, this is is somebody, uh, Tom Cotton, who recognized, like I did at the very beginning, that this had leaked from a lab. And uh, now that he's being proven right, here's what he had to say about it.
12: The only conspiracy uh, back in the early of... Early part of twenty twenty was a conspiracy of silence among liberals and the media, uh and the federal bureaucracy and Democrats in Congress to try to suppress the common sense, evidence-based conclusion that so many Arkansans had reached is that the Chinese communists were responsible because of their negligent uh practices in this lab for unleashing this pandemic on the world. Yeah. That's the only conspiracy theory-, theory that was circulating around and unfortunately you still see in some degree that conspiracy of silence. You see White House officials this week bending... over.
5: not that conspiracy of silence. It's not. It's the government actively silencing dissent. That's where the criminality
12: is. We're backwards to say they don't have a consensus, there's no firm conclusions, to apologize for or even defend Chinese communists. Just like last month, they did the same thing when China sent a spy balloon to America, speculating that it could have gotten blown off course from Guam to Alaska. That's a heck of a win, uh, Maria. Uh. That's what's dangerous.
5: Yeah, that's what's dangerous It's a joke, it's a cover-up, it's a shakedown It's a put-on
7: why, why did you dismiss the lab leak theory? I have always said that the high likelihood Is that this is a natural occurrence
1: Liar Fauci's been kung flu lying Jim Gossett A leak I was denying My story nobody was spying I never did Because it was Kung Flu lying. There was a massive cover up about the Wuhan leak. I lied to Rand Paul when the truth he tried to seek. But now it's been confirmed by the DOE. It'll be a piece of cake. To pin the blame on me Couchy had no compunction About <laughs> using gain of function It was complete dysfunction This was no small malfunction My story I'll be tweaking About the Kung Flu leaking Kung Flu leaking Kung flu-
5: Here you leaking uh, so the, uh, uh, the, it's very clear that government agencies colluded with big tech uh, and, and silenced dissent, called it disinformation. It's very clear. I, I have an article on this. Uh, today, uh, another Twitter file was released. I haven't had a chance to digest it completely. But this started in the lame duck uh, the part of, uh, of uh, Barack Obama's final year. With a creation of an agency that uh, ended up going after conservatives using disinformation and misinformation, that's where it all came from. And if you were had any doubts that uh, Barack Obama is pulling the strings on this administration, then you know you'll be uh, not not surprised at all. But uh, here here's another example. Listen to this. Um, you know Woody Harrelson uh, last weekend on uh, Saturday Night Live. As part of a bit, and one of the great things about satire, uh, when it's really good satire, is there has to be a grain of truth to it. That's why I wrote for Rush Limbaugh. That's why I brought uh, all the parodies that I did for Rush Limbaugh. That's what we do here as well. We, we, you have to have truth in your satire. Otherwise, it's worthless. If you're just making it up, Trump sucks, Trump sucks, not funny. Uh, talk about something that, that you're, you make a point with humor. It's incredibly, incredibly important. And uh, Woody Harrelson did that.
11: Okay, so the movie goes like this. He was talking about a script he was thinking about pitching. The biggest drug cartels in the world get together and buy up all the media and all the politicians and force all the people in the world to stay locked in their homes and people can only come out if they take the cartels' drugs and keep taking them over and over. I threw the script away. I mean, who is going to believe that crazy idea? (laughs)
5: Yeah, and, of course, the audience is uh, normally a very fluffed, left or center audience, <clears throat> as uh, many of those audiences in New York when you go to a taping. They get you real good and fluffed before the audience. They get the comedian out there, and they tell you to whip up a frenzy and laugh at everything he says and all that stuff. I wish I had that here. Um, but anyway... Uh, here's what here's what Joe Rogan, most popular podcaster in America, had to say about it. Because oddly enough, I know this is going to come crazy to you, but uh, Woody Harrelson got all sorts of uh, wrecked on social media by leftists for having the uh, the tenacity or the temerity to uh, say some truth while doing a monologue that was against the leftist narrative.
0: Right after it, the next day, there's all these hit pieces, mm-hmm. like like they were timed. Like there's hit hit piece in
5: like they're locked and loaded. Like fill in the blank,
0: your name here. Fox is a hit piece in Vanity Fair. Is a hit piece calling him an anti vaxxer and a stoner he and sucked a, on Cheers. In this conspiracy <laughs> theories. He's pushing conspiracy theories. Good at, no, he's no, 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 no. That's not what he's doing. He's, make, he's a joke monologue on SNL about yeah. something that makes people laugh, mm-hmm. because you can kind of make a weird comparison to those two. That's the only oh, yeah. reason why the joke works. It's obvious. Yeah. The only reason why it works is because people are thinking it. Like, so for you guys to come out and say like, "Oh, conspiracy theory," doesn't? No, it's jokes about a possible conspiracy theory.
5: No, it's about a possible truth, and uh, the, one, no, we more, the more we know about it, the more true it is. And the one that
0: he's describing, isn't even, it's not even a real one. He's making a joke about what the real one was like. Maybe not the best joke, maybe not the best delivery. Well, that's pretty I good,
5: now. actually. Yeah. But
0: um, the fact that that got this immediate response...
5: That's yeah, not a big surprise, not at all. It's the same kind of response that social media had, the mainstream media had, if you you know, said something that disagreed with the state narrative and was declared misinformation and disinformation. A lot of careers destroyed, a lot of doctors' uh, lives destroyed by people. All they wanted to do was say, hey, I want to be able to treat people with COVID my way. No, 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 no. You push them for hospitalization, possibly a ventilator, which will kill them, or get the vaccine. That's it. Yeah. A little bit more from uh, Joe Rogan.
0: They all wanted to jump in and defend the pharmaceutical companies from this anti vaxxer stoner actor who's talking. It's, it's just interesting that they all take that route. I, I, I get criticized in the monologue, but all taking that route that's an anti vax conspiracy theory. Like,
5: is it? Can't say anything against the vax. I'll explain why in a second.
0: No, it's he's joking about a, a way things went down. Yeah. Like there's a lot to what he's saying like forcing you to take their drug. Like yeah. that kind of that kind of was happening. Yeah, there was. And if you weren't getting forced, you were certainly getting coerced. Yeah. You're getting urged on by the government. Mm, even your kids there was probably a commercial for a medicine right after that. Yeah, yeah probably yeah, right away. I think right there away.
5: was. I think actually there it's were. It's not
0: all... like they're not spending. It. I think
5: there were a whole lot of commercials actually. Uh, yeah. Brought to you by Pfizer. CBS Health Watch sponsored by Pfizer. Anderson Cooper 360. Hold on. It... Brought to you Just by one Pfizer. example. It's not. ABC's oh, All right. Brought to you by Pfizer. Well, there is that. Making a difference.
13: Brought to you by
5: Pfizer. Okay. okay. Right. CNN mm. Tonight.
13: Brought to you by Pfizer.
1: Early Start. Brought to you by Pfizer. It's Like
5: they're all, all of the major media outlets were sponsored by the drug company making the vaccine. Friday night on Aaron Burnett Out Front. Brought to you by Pfizer. This week with George Stephanopoulos is brought to you by
6: Pfizer. Huh. This weather
1: report brought to you by Pfizer.
6: Today's countdown to the royal wedding is brought to you by Pfizer.
5: Every one of these newsrooms, I absolutely believe, were told by their editors. You can't do stories on sp- Pfizer because they're a massive sponsor. 1,000%.
13: And now a CBS Sports Update brought to you by Pfizer. Meet the Press. Data download. Brought to you by Pfizer.
6: This portion of CBS This Morning, sponsored by
13: Pfizer. On how to find the hidden sugars in the American family diet, sponsored by
5: Pfizer. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> it's is just funny, isn't it? It is just funny. All right, well, I think we'll we'll uh, we'll lighten it up in the last segment. I've got a couple stories I think you're really going to enjoy. Uh, let's come back in a second. You are listening to The Rob Carson Show.
4: Joe Biden's first year in office summed up in three words. Welcome back, Carter.
7: That's not right. It's not fair to us. And honestly, it's not fair to the world. It's The
4: Rob Carson Show.
5: So you know that... Uh, Two Democrats working with Nancy Pelosi convinced uh, DirecTV to get rid of OAN and Newsmax. And they also mentioned Fox. They said they want to get rid of Fox, too. Well, it looks like, uh, obviously, OAN was uh, gotten rid of uh, post-haste, before the, uh, before the uh, uh, midterms, and then uh, Newsmax was next. And we've been asking you to go to IWantNewsmax.com, if you would, or call 877-NEWSMAX to express your opinion. We haven't given up the fight yet, but I'm telling you we're, we're hanging on right now, very tenuously, to uh, be able to, uh, to uh, promote or be able to have an alternative viewpoint other than the mainstream leftist media. And, you know, they're still pushing for misinformation and disinformation. And yesterday, Chuck uh, Chuck Schumer demanded that Rupert Murdoch silence Tucker Carlson and other Fox News hosts. Yeah, literally. Schumer and House Minority Leader Hakeem Jeffries sent Rupert Murdoch a letter demanding he censor Fox News hosts. Are you out of your freaking mind as noted in your desperate deposition released yesterday tucker carlson sean hannity laura ingram other fox news personalities knowingly repeatedly and dangerously uh, endorsed and promoted the big lie that donald trump won the 2020 presidential election they labeled it the big lie it was never thoroughly investigated by the media it was never uh, presented to a court And uh, nonsense, okay? Though you have acknowledged your regret in allowing this grave propaganda to take place, your network hosts continue to promote, spew, and perpetuate election conspiracy theories to this day. It's none of your freaking business! What a radio or TV host has to say! Schumer and Jeffries demanded Tucker Carlson and others participate in a Mao struggle session and publicly acknowledge for saying words they don't approve of. That's called kowtowing. That's what the Chinese communists did to people. I swear to God in heaven. Do you realize how important this is? Do you, do you realize what this, what they're doing? This is Mao's cultural revolution. I, I'm not making it up. There is no... It's right there. It's right there. Tucker Carlson needs re-education, struggle session, and needs to publicly acknowledge the words they didn't approve of. Kowtowing. Wow. And here's insane Keith Olbermann. I mean, I, I, the only reason I play his audio because he's so insane. Listen to this guy, supposed to be a media member, calling for the same thing.
13: President Biden must fire FBI Director Christopher Wray, and the Senate must convene hearings into how to stop and destroy Fox News.
5: Wow. Listen to that again.
13: President Biden must fire FBI Director Christopher Wray, and the Senate must convene hearings into how to stop and destroy Fox News. Wow. The FBI's Washington field office chief tried to stop the investigation of Trump, the search of Trump's home, the prosecution of Trump, and FBI agents tried to
5: refuse to enter Mar-a-Lago. Yeah, they didn't want to because they thought that it was heavy-handed. And uh, they said this is not appropriate. And by the way, uh, Merrick Garland said that he always listens to his field agents, but he didn't this time because this decision came from Merrick Garland. Biden must
13: fire FBI Director Ray. I'm with that. And Chuck Schumer and Akeem Jeffries write a letter asking Rupert Murdoch to do the right thing. Rupert Murdoch hasn't done the right thing since 1952. A letter is not going to cut it. Murdoch must be threatened with prosecution and financial ruin.
5: Wow, you psychotic. I mean, honestly, don't give this guy a hockey mask and a chainsaw. Whoa! That's insane. That's nuts. Oh, remember what I said earlier about uh, 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 women being replaced? Well, it appears that Disney is replacing boys. Yeah, did you hear about the latest uh, rendition of Peter Pan? Listen to the trailer.
4: Tell me, how did you come to Neverland?
1: Michael! John! Are you... Lost boys. Every last one of us. But you're not all boys. So?
5: Aha! So in Disney's world, you can't have lost boys anymore. Yeah, you, you, so they, it's got to have lost girls on the island, too. This is just so, uh, I mean, really, uh, just kind of the ultimate slap in the face. I, and let me put it in perspective for the uh, women in the audience. How about we uh, rewrite Little Women and include half-guys? Not even, not even uh, dressed as women. Not even, you know, transgender Hershey bar people. No, 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 no. How about that? How about that? How about fried green tomatoes? We replace Kathy Bates' character with, um, I don't know, uh, uh, Wesley Snipes. Uh, I'm just throwing our name out there. What, how about that? I tell you, Disney, you know, there's a reason why uh, so many people are leaving. And uh, people are saying that this uh, version of Peter Pan uh, featuring lost girls is a a complete flop. And uh, just just leave the the artist, leave it alone for political correctness. Dear God in heaven, let's come back, wrap up the show. This is The Rob Carson Show. If you want to get Newsmax back on DirecTV, 877-NEWSMAX or IWANTNEWSMAX.com. Have a great day, guys. I greatly appreciate you joining me. Check out the podcast, Newsmax.com. Slash listen, and I will see you tomorrow, Friday. Don't catch too, so stupid.